This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, August 2nd. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Purdue hits the road. Intimately involved in Farm Bill. GOP pivots to tax reform. Rule snap dependence and beat losses down. Ag Secretary Sonny Purdue is planning a road trip through the Midwest starting tomorrow. He'll meet with farmers, business people, and others to hear their thoughts on the Farm Bill and other issues. Purdue even has a name for the tour, Back to Our Roots. He picks up an RV in Wisconsin and will also make stops in Minnesota, Iowa, and Illinois before he wraps up next Tuesday in Indiana. The itinerary will include a listening session in Wausau, Wisconsin for the White House Rural Task Force on Rural Prosperity that he chairs. Purdue says USDA will be, quote, intimately involved in developing the new farm bill, but that involvement may not go beyond providing technical assistance to the Senate and House Agriculture Committees. Purdue said we are committed to making the resources and the research available so that Congress can make good facts-based data-driven decisions. It is important to look at past practices to see what has worked and what has not worked so that we create a farm bill for the future that will be embraced by American agriculture in 2018. Purdue will take cues from lawmakers. The last Republican administration advised Congress on specific policy proposals when lawmakers were writing the 2002 and 2008 farm bills, but the input wasn't particularly welcomed on Capitol Hill. This time around, Purdue apparently plans to defer to lawmakers. Purdue spokesman Tim Martal said the secretary will provide whatever counsel Congress might desire. During his road trip, Purdue also is squeezing in some sports. He'll attend a Minnesota Twins game with the USDA employees of Minnesota. In Indiana, he'll stop by the Indianapolis Colts training camp to promote USDA's role in the NFL's Fuel Up to Play 60 program, a health and wellness program for kids. He'll be joined by NFL Hall of Famer Marshall Falk. Next up, tax reform. Lawmakers will start working on tax reform as soon as they return in September from the August recess. That the word of Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, Republican of Kentucky. McConnell said the goal would be to finish that sometime this year. But Republican leaders still face a major hurdle. Neither chamber has passed a budget resolution that will be necessary for them to use the budget reconciliation process to pass tax reform in the Senate over opposition from Democrats. Lawmakers also need to raise the debt ceiling and pass a continuing resolution in September to keep the government operating into the new fiscal year. Senate Finance Committee member Chuck Grassley of Iowa says cash accounting is likely to be on the table as well as the deductibility of business interest expense. The cash accounting method is widely popular with farmers. But Grassley told reporters yesterday that any changes to cash accounting would include exemptions for small business and agriculture. Similar exemptions would allow farmers to continue deducting interest expenses. Senate Republicans believe they could potentially pick three Democratic votes for tax reform that Joe Donnelly of Indiana, Heidi Heitkamp of North Dakota, and Joe Manchin of West Virginia all up for re-election in 2018, and they were the only three Senate Democrats who didn't sign a letter staking out opposition to the expected GOP plan. Rural households more likely to be on food stamps. 
an anti-hunger group, the Food Research and Action Center, is releasing an interactive map today that shows that households in rural counties and small towns are more likely to participate in the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program than in metro areas. The group found that 16% of rural and small-town households receive SNAP benefits at some point 2011 through 2015, compared to 13% of households in metro areas. The differences are even greater in some states, especially in the South. In South Carolina, for example, more than 25% of rural households have received food stamps versus fewer than 14% of urban families. In Arizona, nearly 22% of rural households have been on SNAP versus 13% of metro areas. Jim Wheel, president of FRAC, said no community in America is immune to hunger, but rural and small town areas are especially hit hard. However, in some states, such as California, the urban and rural rates are similar, and in some cases, including Kansas and Nebraska, metro areas even have slightly higher rates. For more on how SNAP could be affected by the Farm Bill and a look at how conservation compliance is affected by crop insurance, be sure and read this week's AgriPulse newsletter hitting inboxes this morning. B losses down. Losses to colony collapse disorder were down sharply during the first part of this year. That according to the latest data from the U.S. National Agriculture Statistics Service. Operations that have at least five colonies lost 84,000 colonies from January through March. That's a 27% decrease from the same quarter of last year. There were 2.62 million colonies nationwide as of January 1, about the same as the beginning of 2016, but well below the January 1, 15 figure of 2.82 million. Varroa mites are still the top stressor for bees, that according to 2016 data that NAS released. Some 53.4% of colonies were affected by the mites during the three months from April through June. That was up about 10 percentage points from the same period in 2015. Here's today's He Said It. President Trump continues to make it clear that he sees his administration's move to replace the waters of the U.S. rule as one of his greatest accomplishments so far. During an interview with the Wall Street Journal, the transcript of which was released yesterday by Politico, Trump ticked off what he considered his major achievements. First, he mentioned his Supreme Court nomination. Then he said this, One of the reasons you see optimism is because people can actually use their land. They can farm their land. That's a clear reference to the WOTUS rule. Well, that's Daybreak for this Wednesday, August 2nd. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by FLM Harvest, a hybrid strategic consulting, marketing, and communications company that delivers innovative solutions and meaningful results to clients across the farm, food, environmental sciences, and lifestyle spectrum. For more information, visit WideOpenThinking.com. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.